0: Special thanks to our promotional partners at the American Philatelic Society.
1: The APS is the largest stamp collecting organization in the world, supporting collectors of any level worldwide.
0: For more information about membership and APS services, visit stamps.org. I'm Charles Epting from HR Harmer in New York City. And I'm Michael Cortesi of Noble Spirit in Pittsfield, New Hampshire. And this is Conversations with Philatelists. Michael? Yes. We're going to be talking to somebody today. Uh-huh. who I, uh, I'm not sure either of us fully grasp what we're getting ourselves into, because this is something we text and, and talk about um, mm-hmm. outside of the podcast. Just like right. in our in our everyday lives, we're yeah. always like, what's an NFT? What's I, blockchain? What's crypto? I feel and we're like gonna be... every single day,
1: we just, we see something what... in the news and we text each other and we're, what does, we're, this, mean? We're, what does this mean? We're still confused.
0: Yes. So <laughs> today we're going to be talking to the CEO of Stampstack, Andre. Shapovalov, mm-hmm. who is going to be explaining to us how he's incorporating blockchain technology, NFTs, yeah. mm-hmm. art, stamps, all of these different things. Mm-hmm. You and I, again, we don't have a firm grasp on this. And we're yeah. we're the demographic that should have a firm grasp on this, if anyone should. So I'm told. <laughs> I feel like I'm finally reaching that point in my life where technology is um proceeding faster than my understanding of it is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. when when google glass was being tested when vr was sort of becoming right like when vr like the oculus came out i still felt like i was on top of things Mm -hmm. and i really feel like like bitcoin and ethereum and cryptocurrency in general machine guns on top of those robo dogs now exactly I, i feel like this is the point where i've officially become old Mm-hmm. So um, luckily, we've got the CEO of the company here to explain to us what's going on and what we can expect.
1: Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. What do you think? We bring I'm on. I'm just as I'm just as interested in, and um, yeah. Let's let's bring
2: him on. Hi. Hi. Hi, guys. How's it going? Wow, uh, busy, busy, busy. <laughs> can
1: imagine. Yeah. Thank you, Andre, for uh, for joining us um, here today uh to to talk a little bit about um what it is you're you're working on so i i didn't know that this i I didn't know about what you were doing until actually until you followed me on twitter and i clicked on your bio and I, i saw the um the the website and it's quite interesting if if you could starting out just kind of explain what it is um you're you're working on the idea behind it and then we can dive a bit deeper into it
2: yep yep sure uh, it's my pleasure as well to. This is my actually first interview in the philatelic world uh, <laughs> as of as of today. Yes, <laughs> uh, uh, we actually yesterday we just announced our partnership with one of the biggest museums in Ukraine oh, okay. in this area. So uh, it's 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 philately and art that we are putting together. But mm-hmm. you've noticed it on the website as well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, the idea came out of hobby actually, and uh, it it was not. The philatelic hobby was in the childhood. I still have my uh, collection in, in place, uh, but not so active today. Uh, but uh, in about 2016, I believe, I engaged in collecting the football stickers uh, with my son. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was TOPS, uh, the collection we, we tried to put together. And on the back, I just uh, noticed that there are digital applications for digital collecting of TOPS cards. So. Mm-hmm. We engaged together, then my son kind of dropped out and, and I remained. <laughs> uh, so uh, engaged myself a little bit in, uh, uh, it was interesting, but uh, then it raised a lot of questions about, you know, I spent money there and uh, where does it all go? Right. I mean, what's, what's the future with it? And uh, uh, that actually led me uh, in 2018 uh, uh, to meet blockchain. Uh, to understand it a little bit, uh, and then actually, beginning of 19, uh, 2019, uh, it was. I mean, the the story is a little bit uh, uh, simple but uh, uh, epic. I was walking in the downtown Kiev uh, 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 on a street, and and past the closed uh, post office. It was one of those that were they were restructuring and closing, mm-hmm. and and then just the idea popped up. You know, the the NFT business is starting to develop, and uh, is is are stamps there already or not? This could be a great uh, opportunity uh, to engage in the into a business uh, mm-hmm. of NFT world. So uh, that uh, kind of led to investigation of what's the status. Uh, the status was a clear field. Nothing was there at that time. So I approached the Ukrainian Post with, uh, with an offer to participate, uh, to, to put together the project and then together bring it to the, to the global level via Postal Union. Uh, and, uh, uh, well, it did not work out well at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but I didn't give up. And uh, in 2020, I contacted the Universal Postal Union, right. the Digital Transformation Department. Uh, and uh, they uh, uh, supported the idea. Uh, then they brought in the WADP guys, uh, the the World Association for the Development of Philately, the philatelic arm of the UPU, mm-hmm. and they also got uh, interested in the idea. So it uh, took some time to find a way of how we can develop it together. Uh, uh, so and in two thousand in in July. Uh, 2020, they offered us the associate membership at the dot post group. Uh, And the dot post group is the group of countries within the UPU that is uh, uh, developing the dot post domain, which is the uh, level one domain that is uh, uh, aiming to kind of bring under one roof the uh, uh, anything related to the uh, uh, postal industry. uh with the idea that anything with dot post is considered to be highly secure etc etc uh but uh, so this this is our way of getting into the uh communication to the postal industry and considering the fact that the industry is 93 percent government owned uh we fully understood that it will take time to develop certain level of trust and operability in order to move forward so this is what we were so, since October 2020, we are the officially uh, member of uh, uh, UPU and the Dot Post Group uh, uh, initiative. Okay, and we are—they uh, gave us basically the platform uh, to communicate the uh, project uh, to all the countries uh, in a proactive way. Uh, so, uh, in, we've, deve- we've conducted four webinars since then to the postal administrations. Uh, and uh, uh, up until now, to like uh, tomorrow, I'll be paying for the next uh, uh, membership uh, year at the UPU. And uh, we have extended uh, the opportunities uh, uh, for the next year. And uh, frankly speaking, this is... But by, by a year ago, we didn't have anything, just the idea mm-hmm. in place. In January, we've signed uh, the first... Uh, uh, license agreement with the uh, the post of Côte d'Ivoire. They were the ones that immediately jumped on the opportunity, and uh, I believe that was, uh, I would say, the right political decision as well, among others of their CEO, uh, who is now been elected uh, in August on the World Postal Congress, the head of the administrative uh, committee for the UPU, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, uh, I- <clears throat> And good for him as well, mm-hmm. but it's good for us as well uh, to bring the idea uh, in, a, in a more um, active way to the uh, to the postal administrations. So this is this is where we are uh, today uh, in in process. I would say with one contract signed uh, in terms of postal uh, industry and a lot of connections and negotiations going on, waiting for us to launch the marketplace. Wow. And uh, that one is almost. Ready.
0: So, lo- looking at the big picture, this combination of NFTs with philately, do you see there uh, there being more potential to introduce traditional philatelists to the world of NFTs, or do you think there's more potential to introduce people who are familiar with NFTs to the world of philately? Which mm. direction do you
2: see this going mm. uh, in the future? It's a, it's, it's a two-way street, absolutely. And it's basically, uh, and I have that experience already with the uh Uh, football trading cards uh, because uh, since uh, and there is even a statistics on that on the net that the uh, the tops company has doubled their sales since uh, within the period of 2013 to 2018 after they actively started introducing the uh, the digital applications in Google and Apple stores so we definitely see this as an opportunity first of all to revive the interest of the young generation to the uh, traditional philately, as well as for traditional philatelists to engage into the hobby of the young generations, which is the NFT collecting, trading and and playing, actually. And and this is where we are. uh, So the whole idea of StamDuck is not just to build a marketplace and and to issue stamps, but uh, is to create the ecosystem where all these NFTs will have a uh different types of utility values uh for their collectors uh and, and uh, among the primary utility value that is absolutely uh necessary today and what is very uh much welcomed by the uh, community is the uh, play to earn formula and we have that uh, developed uh it wasn't that easy i would say to come up with some extra creative stuff on this But uh, uh, even with that traditional look at what can be done with traditional style collectibles Mm -hmm. uh, in order to engage people uh, in in interaction and actually potentially making money on it as well uh, is is uh, been put together and about to come out to the market as soon as we get the the crypto license uh, granted by the authority.
1: So looking at what it is. Entirely, can you kind of talk us through, so are these, my first question would be, are these stamps issued by the Stamp Stack themselves, or are you taking designs that have been made for different countries and kind of reproducing them online? Um, how would people go about buying them, reselling them, uh, and, and the different price points, do they move, essentially, are they priced at, face value? Do they have denominations on them? Uh, Kind of looking at what it is exactly.
2: Okay. So, uh, I mean, first of all, uh, with with regard to the relationship with the post, Mm -hmm. uh, the the field is open to negotiations and uh, uh, we are negotiating in different ways. But uh, with regards to the, uh, how we uh, develop it, uh, we have uh, put together the scarcity structure that consists of the five tiers Mm -hmm. uh, and coming from uh, common to unique and in between you have uh, rare, super rare and ultra rare. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the the, uh, numeric approach that we uh, put in line is uh, pretty much simple. It's uh, uh, five ones. So the common one comes to the market with a 10,000 circulation number, Okay, uh, 10,000 copies. The rare one thousand. The ultra, uh, the the super rare is one hundred, ultra rare is ten, and the uh, unique, of course, is one.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: And every uh, uh, scarcity tier is different in terms of digital design. Generally, coming from more simple, moving into kind of develop animated uh, plot. Uh, with uh, uh, motion, sometimes depends on the plot of the original plot of 3D animation, the uh, music, etc. So kind of making the I, I, one at one point of time, I was thinking to name it uh, kind of a Stump duck live stamps, but uh, mm-hmm. we kind of left it out. So they are just NFT stamps in, in a Stump duck, uh, the StumpDuck under uh, StumpDuck formula or business model. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
1: So that, I mean that brings up a good point because you're essentially creating um, scarcity in these items by the number of items you produce. And the post office kind of can do has done the same thing in, in a certain way, but the value for stamps really relies on the scarcity of the number of items issued, but they're not oftentimes the post office wasn't intending on to create scarcity for collectors but sometimes they did manufacture items like those two dollar inverted uninverted jennies mm-hmm. where they're manufacturing something for collectors in a specific scarcity to try and drive up interest right. and, and create a price for a specific item. Um, there can be no errors in these stamps. So they're, that kind of correct?
2: I mean, the uh well i mean so, you can do it intentionally of course but uh right it would
1: need to be intentionally okay yeah. otherwise
2: um, uh, probably not okay okay so uh, but, as... but, but but yeah oh, go ahead okay. sorry no no go. go ahead please no it just the uh, I, I fully understand the the concern of the collector and just wanted to add that in addition to the uh um blockchain uh, specifics, right. which guarantees the scarcity that we declare. No, of course. Uh, we we also have it stipulated clearly in our contracts that the postal administration will have no right, uh, not just within the term of the contract, but forever to issue these stamps in any format on the blockchain. So basically mm-hmm. what will be issued on stampdoc will not be repeated anywhere else on other blockchains.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One thing that I wonder about I, I remember there was a craze I forget the name of the website but a year or so ago there were people buying and selling um clips of basketball games where you could buy a yeah be a Slim... top shot yeah exactly yeah you could buy a lebron huh. james slam dunk or you could buy yeah. an oop, or a, a you know <laughs> uh, a, a great play and right. and they were sort of um uh they were self you could watch the clip over and over again but yeah. there was no larger um uh application of them i would say whereas postage stamps you know for the last 170 some odd years uh 180 years have been rooted in practicality is there any way that an nft stamp could be combined with uh you know the the practical applications of the post office where um has there been any thought of how you could use an nft stamp to actually send a piece of mail uh, you know, sort of a real-world application to a, uh, an intangible, like uh, an digital... encrypted
1: email or something.
0: Is, is something like that, yeah, exactly. Because again, yeah, yeah. A, a a a video clip of a slam dunk is one thing, but a postage stamp is, uh, is again,
2: uh, oh. it's very root purpose is is practical. Hmm. Well, and uh, technically, there is many things that can be done, but they're all costly for, costly from the perspective of uh, of the postage stamp. Right. I mean, to 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 put a stamp. Uh, uh, today uh, on envelope is, as you can probably imagine, technically already for a long time is not necessary. And, and it's mm. more of a, 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 I would say, a tribute to the, uh, to the history and, and the habit of the post. It's also part of the identity uh, of the postal administrations uh, uh, in, in the world uh, uh, by the stamp. Uh, so that this is an important branding factor, I think, for mm-hmm. the post. Uh, with with uh, what can uh, be done with NFT, and this is where uh, we believe uh, uh, there is more value to the post and the philately in general, is to uh, develop uh, the collectability of it and and actually develop the uh, knowledge and and the uh, uh, interchange of the knowledge. Uh, that uh, the philately is all about, you know, it, it's all about history, it's all about culture, it's all about uh, the 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 world, uh, uh, you know, what happened and and what's happening in the world. So it, it is a knowledge area, and and this is this something that we have uh, realized, and and the play to earn formula that we have put together contains an element uh, which uh, uh, is w- well known to the public, uh, but. Uh, uh, can be uh, extremely well utilized in in the blockchain environment uh, in, in the format that we proposed for the posts and for the art industry and this is a classical trivia game yeah. uh, so what we are putting together uh, is uh, and we made it public by the way on, on medium you can uh, you can find an article about it in more detail but uh, the idea is uh, uh, to create a, a trivia game that uh, uh, will be, are uh, focused around uh, the uh, NFTs that are issued on the platform. I mean, not initially because, uh, again, we are starting not with uh, 50 countries, but with uh, one country, two museums and several artists uh, that we have in, in place already, uh, signed and, and in production. Uh, but uh, uh, the, as, as we develop the uh, questions in this trivia game, we'll be more focused on the content Uh, that is uh, uh, issued on on Stamdark. And this way, we kind of, in the formula that we propose, so uh, in trivia game, there are gonna be uh, five uh, um, uh, difficulty levels. And uh, the uh, accessibility of those difficulty levels will depend on the uh, set of uh, NFTs in the collection based on rarities. So for example, in order to play the the school level uh, of the trivia game, you'll need to have a 100 common NFTs in your collection, and then you have the, the field open. And uh, uh, the, the beauty of the whole uh, play to earn formula, what we are bringing to the table, again, a, a, a simple thought, but so far not really realized uh, uh, on, on, the, on the market is that we put together via smart contract solutions a formula of fair, contribu- fair distribution of revenues generated both from primary and secondary sales. In our case, uh, 20% of all the revenues generated on the platform automatically goes in the global reward pool, which is then distributed among the four types of contests, and uh, uh, it is paid in a transparent formula to the winners in each of these contests on a regular basis, and uh, hmm. among the contests, uh, we'll have uh, uh, collector contests, which is basically a ranking of the uh, users or the collectors with the highest collection score. So each NFT on, uh, will have the collection points on it, and the sum of those collection points will constitute the collection score. So the higher your collection score, the uh, uh, the higher you are in the ranking, and the higher you are the more chances you get to have a, a, a weekly reward paid out to your account. Hmm. Uh, so kind of stimulates, on one hand, collecting. The same type of uh, uh, contest we have for traders, which is kind of a counter contest uh, forcing you to sell and trade your NFTs uh, rather than keep it in your collection. Interesting. So, and, and uh, uh, also we have an NFT ranking contest, which uh, will actually allow all users of the mostly actively traded nfts receive a reward uh, even if they don't trade it uh, at all
1: mm.
2: so that, that brings a utility value to those nfts that the people own
1: right it, it it makes it more of an active um than a passive way to collect yes. it it, yes. it it actively encourages trading selling and and participating and yep. and that's that's interesting but but also Back to, to Charles's question, I get what you're doing there because with with postage stamps, we started with something that was, if if I may, essentially useful, and then we collected it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whereas other things like um, sports cards or or paintings, you, you're you're starting with something that's collectible, and it just remains collecting. So this is taking stamps, something that was initially inherently. A useful item just like coins you would use them and making them just purely collectible um, right so that's that's um, that's interesting my next question would be how do people view them are they displayed in some sort of like digital album that has pages that turns is it just a page that they scroll through and
2: um, is... If you allow, I can demonstrate the yeah, marketplace please. a little bit, uh, how it looks now. It's in development, so don't judge too harsh. <laughs> no, yet, no, problem. But, uh, we would love to see that. Yeah, that'd it, be incredible. It's already accessible, and, and you can actually uh, get a test account and play yourself with it. Okay. So it's, it's, it's opened for the closed beta testing, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, just a second. So this is uh, uh, the... Uh, Marketplace, in particular, where the secondary offers are coming in from the trading of users. Interesting. Uh, And uh, so the the marketplace structure is basically at two primary markets, one for stamps, uh, one for art, the arc section is is uh, is not active yet, but uh, the stamps section is active. Mm-hmm. We have put for the for the playground uh, about fifteen stamps of Cote d'Ivoire that we have developed, uh, and uh, and uh, so on the primary market we'll have uh, three types of sales offers that the postal administration can uh, can choose or let us to choose. Uh, one uh, option would be the pack drops. Uh, you know how it works, I believe, right? Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you are from US, you definitely know yeah. Uh, what, the, what the pack drops are because <laughs> people in Europe and, and uh, other countries are not really, uh, you know, Yeah, we've got EA over type here. of sale. So
1: we, Yeah, we know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, so this is how it will work. I will uh, make a purchase. If nothing went wrong with the deployment, then uh, uh, it should now... So can
1: I just... Um... What are those symbols? I don't know anything about it, any kind of um, crypto currency or that that symbol on the left hand side of the the dollar amount or not dollar.
2: But the, yes. So that's uh, for the time being. It's a it's a symbol of uh, the cryptocurrency called Dai. And uh, uh, the our internal blockchain currency will be linked uh, uh, to uh, die on uh, the okay. stablecoin because we will have on the the blockchain that we are uh, we have built already, uh, we'll have a, a dual currency uh, to- a token economy, mm-hmm. uh, and one will be used for transactions, which is a stablecoin, basically one to one to dollar. And okay. uh, the other one is a staking uh, uh, token, which is used for the uh, blockchain operations, for node validating, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and this is for the time being. We just for for the uh, we have our logo in development right now.
1: Okay.
2: For our currency, as soon as it will be ready, we'll replace it. But for the time being, it's a die logo that we are using uh, uh, for the currency okay. because if. If we put dollar, people start to, you know, we'll yeah. perceive it in a little bit different uh, uh, way uh, thinking that they can do directly dollar purchase here. But in reality, uh, it's uh, they will be able to purchase with credit cards as well. Uh, but okay. technically, this will be kind of a behind the scenes purchase of uh, crypto then, right. Uh, right. and, and uh, making a transaction within in, in crypto. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh the pack drops would be one case then it will be possible to sell via the auction uh sales feature and uh, of course the flat price offers will also be available meaning that uh the uh, you know you can buy one stamp at a fixed price
1: okay so i'm just looking at the the differences in the in the photos of the common rare and yeah, th- th- there's
2: gonna be a, a little preview. Uh, if you uh, oh, open the, uh, uh, for example, this unique one, if you open it, uh, it will also have a sound. I don't know if you get the sound, but uh, there is also sound. I-, I advise then you get an account and you can play with the different stamps and and yeah. uh, uh, see how it works uh, in reality. Okay. So this is this is it. And, so this uh, is the
1: this is the the view for purchasing
2: what how do people look at what they already own uh what they own is located in the collection okay uh, area and again this is not fully fixed so there's gonna be a filter in here as well mm-hmm. actually a little bit late okay uh, but this is the uh, the area where uh you will see all your stamps Mm -hmm. uh we uh the next uh deployment will also reflect uh is going to be a grouping of stamps okay
1: uh
2: so right now you see like two these two common stamps with the child uh separately
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, but it's the same stamp uh so uh they in about three days uh there'll be a grouping so there's gonna be one stamp of this and and showing how many of them you own Mm -hmm. But uh, there is one also interesting element that I would like to show you quickly is yeah please we have uh, um, I would say we are introducing uh, the backside of the stamp as a as a direct trading portal uh, which uh, uh, based on my uh, uh, trading experience of five years and with different digital collectibles is really a time saver Mm -hmm. uh, because normally you have to research and and dig around etc. Uh, and, and it just takes time. Some mm-hmm. people love it. Most people would like to do a, a, you know, a quick analysis and trade it. So we, okay. we've come up with the, uh, creating the backside of the stamp as a trading portal. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you have an info, a general info, which uh, uh, you can view here. Uh, and then again, we are introducing uh, uh, something that is very well known on the financial markets, is, is a open order.
1: Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: What you can do is you can look at the market uh, and, uh, uh, you know, see that, let's say those that element that uh, the the elephant or this child that you see is, let's say it's on the market for five dollars and you don't want to buy five dollars to pay five dollars. You think you can get it cheaper. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So what you can do is you you can place an open order for one or two or how many stamps you want, let's say at four dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and put uh, uh, mm-hmm. it like this, or there's another element that we introduce. It, it's called a flex price, so a, a flexible price deviation, which assumes that uh, I mean normally in in the collecting area, everybody is mm-hmm. willing to trade. It, it's not a hard priced uh, financial instrument, mm-hmm. uh, and and in order again to save time on communicating with with different. Uh, 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 users, about uh, you know, let's do this price, sell me at this, I'll give you this, etc. So, all this trading time, uh, we, we introduce this flexible price deviation mm-hmm. where you can put, let's say, 10% deviation off of that $5. Means, you know, of this $4. So, oh, okay. in, in this uh, case, uh, you are saying basically to the market that you are ready to pay as high mm-hmm. as 440 okay. or ideally as low as 360 Mm-hmm. uh and if somebody in the system puts the sell order that matches or overlaps uh mm. your higher uh uh tier yeah, uh, higher uh, high level of, of your deviation with their low level the uh, deal automatically happens <clears> and you get your stamp at a cheaper price
1: mm-hmm. and
2: the uh the the seller gets at maximum possible i would say higher price from the market right so this way we kind of stimulate the trading behind the scene and, and liquidity improvements uh, for the mm-hmm. whole marketplace.
1: That That's interesting.
2: It's like a passive so, purchasing so, so, of material.
1: Yeah, I was
0: going to say, so this way, if you have an extra stamp that you just want to get rid of, you can set up this standing sell order, and then you yep. don't even have to monitor it or uh, be involved yep. in its yep. sale. You just wait for somebody else to match up with you. That's interesting. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay so that's one and you have you can buy you can plus a sell order you can put it for auction or you can offer uh, as a uh, uh initiated a, a direct trade uh mm-hmm. for exchanging uh for to a direct user basically mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. now can you see other people's collections
2: uh yes in so- our case there is uh, is am not sure if it's already available but uh uh, yeah, sorry, I need to open the marketplace, uh, then I'll be able to see the cards of other users. And uh, for example, uh, here, if you, if I would try to make an offer to the guy uh, to exchange this stamp, uh, then uh, this uh, uh, pop-up window appears and uh, uh, you can uh, propose in exchange, for example, for this stamp, yeah. of this particular user. Uh, you can right. propose stamps from your site. You can also add from his site stamps that you would like to get yeah. extra. You can offer money in exchange ex- uh, additionally, etc. And send a direct offer to this uh, mm-hmm. particular user. Can you
1: um, send messages also?
2: Uh, yes, I believe it's uh, on the back side. Uh, yes, there is see the, there is a message. Uh, still. So you can also add the message uh, to the order and uh, uh, initiate a discussion as well.
1: Okay, that's interesting. The, I I like the, I do like the trading aspect of it because it's it's something that um, it, it's interesting to me. I, I think that would make the it, market it, it place a lot more. It actually saves active. a lot of time.
2: Yeah. Like I said, and- it's based on my active trading experience of this, and uh, it's it's something you know a good example of where your uh, your heavy experience brought something up, uh, and you can actually realize it and and uh, bring it to the market.
0: Mm-hmm. And I feel like trading stamps would have been a lot more common when uh, stamp clubs and stamp shows yep. were more prevalent in person. And I think that, you know, obviously the buying and selling of physical stamps hasn't been diminished by the internet. Right. But I think that trading one on one to one like that or two to one, whatever it is, um, is something that might have been lost over the last couple of decades as the hobby right. has gone online. It, and this yeah. um, this certainly brings back more of that um, more of that feeling.
1: Exactly. I was going to say it's a feeling of of uh, returning to form. Uh you know, it's it's
2: yeah, that, that's what we, we try to implement. And again, the an important factor is that all this is uh, done uh, in a secure form via the smart contracts, which means that right. uh, uh, nobody will be able actually to interfere with these transactions. If it happened, mm-hmm. it happened. Nobody can reverse it, anything, etc. Okay.
1: So interesting. So um
0: I, my next question i, I don't th- oh charles are you gonna say something well i i was just gonna say it's interesting and i think this is something that will be much more relatable for young people and might ignite mm-hmm. some interest amongst young people collecting stamps do you anticipate you know people who've been collecting physical stamps for 40 or 50 years to um to get involved in a marketplace like this as well and how would you you know i even though michael and i are young mm-hmm. uh, he and i even have a lot of questions about NFTs and blockchain technology, what would your sort of elevator pitch be to somebody who, again, is firmly rooted in traditional philately and maybe isn't familiar with the concept of of this? Do do, do you anticipate that um, well-established AMP collectors could adapt and get involved in this marketplace?
2: We definitely do that because uh, this is, uh, first of all, this is the area that they are fully aware of uh and uh, uh our first mission is to bring to an nft format the whole already existing philatelic heritage so that means the the uh all current philatelic uh, uh, guys already know these stamps you know this is not mm-hmm. something new uh which you can judge on but this is already that's already i mean it, it's known to the to those collectors who are engaged in this uh, theme collecting or or country collecting or whatever dimension is, uh, but on our side, what we uh, uh, try to do with with Stumduck is to create the entry point that is, uh, I would say, not complex uh, with regards to crypto. Mm-hmm. So in our case, uh, all you need to uh, to to uh, get in to is basically register an account. Mm-hmm. And uh, and have your credit card. Uh, I mean, if you are willing to purchase, of course. Right. Uh, but as of now, we are not offering anything free. Uh, uh, everything will be for sale. Uh, mm-hmm. The the prices will be reasonable. Uh, and uh, again, we are. Uh, this is something a negotiation between the posts. Some posts might price their stamps higher some lower but uh, that's where the the internal competition also will exist between the posts not everything will be fixed at the same price
1: right Uh, yeah that 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 opens up a much larger question so um you know a digital marketplace is something where and especially with stamps where prices fluctuate all the time depending on rarity of the items not only but but the demand that the items hold so if there's a large influx of people who then come in, even though a you know a digital stamp might have ten thousand copies of it. If you've got two hundred thousand people who want it, now it becomes less less common and moves more into the rare. So, does the price fluctuate depending on how many people are buying, trading, or looking for an individual stamp?
2: Well, on the primary market, it will not. The primary market only will assume I would say the general. Market environment uh, in relationship to other relatively competitive uh, uh, collectible uh, markets. Okay. So th- this is our, uh, I mean, a- approach to being competitive from that side. Right. Uh, because uh, in in a play-to-earn environment, uh, you have a, uh, a what what's uh, mm, no yeah, I. Basically I, I, I... Yeah. I, I,
1: so I get it. So it's like 10,000 stamps are issued. They're issued at $10. Once they're sold out, no more are made. They're sold out. And now the, price, the, price, uh, yes, between and the, the price is determined. Yes. Then the price is determined fully
2: selling. by the market. Yes.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. So th- that makes sense. It's like a, the post office making X number of stamps. They're all issued based on face value. The post, the price of the stamp doesn't from the post office, yeah. the people issuing it doesn't fluctuate depending yeah. on how many people actually want those.
2: Basically, the NFT owners on on Stamsdak will be able to earn money in two ways. Mm -hmm. I mean, first of all, on trading. Yeah. Uh, And and second of all, the trading will be most probably uh, stimulated by the uh, activity on the uh, contest and game uh, arenas. Right. And uh, there, in order to progress to higher tiers uh, of difficulty, and at the same time, this means that you are able to earn more money per one game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you win, uh, the requirements increase in terms of uh, your collection uh, structure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that will kind of push and pull uh, between making money on trading or making money on playing uh, or just collecting because you want to keep it for the next five years because mm-hmm. you think it will be in demand uh, you know, later, etc. Uh, So, because this is just the first uh, uh, wave of the elements that we're introducing from the uh, Play and Earn side. Mm -hmm. Uh, There'll be uh, several more uh, coming later. I will not announce them because some require licensing, some Mm -hmm. uh, require a little bit more technical development, but uh, there's still a lot of more uh, things that can come together. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, for example, with with the ART NFTs that will be issuing uh, in cooperation with museums uh the certain rarity of nfts will also be uh, uh, uh the eligible free ticket to a museum visit uh one mm. time but uh, uh it, it's uh, it's you know extra utility value that you get interesting uh or there's gonna be something like for example an owner of certain uh, number of nfts will be eligible to have a Uh, and and, then officially licensed uh, uh, print, for example, signed if the author is alive, signed by the author, or if not, Mm. uh, verified by museum, etc. So this kind of uh, extra utility values will be added on as we develop. Uh, For the time being, uh, we are a startup company uh, financed by, by the own capital. Uh, we have not, uh, I would say, we, we've started uh, uh, slowly the communication within investment industry uh, mm-hmm. to, to uh, secure further funding. But uh, so far, which is fully understandable until we start generating certain cash flow, it's difficult to get a reasonable offer from the, uh, from the investment community. No, of course, of course. So my last
0: question: Beta testing is open if people want to explore this and 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 click around. What um uh you know if, if somebody wants to to um you know learn more about this, what do you recommend? What's the what's the sort of timeline for people to expect um you know new pack drops and everything? What you know again sort mm-hmm. of a in, in closing, what can
2: um what can somebody do to to learn more and get more involved? Well, uh, for the, for the time being, the communication is uh, can be either from a uh, uh, from the through the website or through the uh, uh, social accounts that we have established. Again, we have only uh, like three weeks ago started uh, the uh, SMM activities, uh, so it, it's uh, kind of uh, on on uh, on. on uh, I'd say it's starting only starting to develop, but the accounts are established, people are on it, uh, so. Uh, They are all live, and you'll get a response within uh, a few hours normally. Okay. Uh, So, in that sense, uh, uh, we are already operational. Uh, From the uh, live launch, we are only dependent on the uh, date of uh, receiving the license. So, And that will uh, assume, presumably, it should happen. I'm expecting the verification of the bank account within days. And as soon as that happens, uh, uh, we'll be able, within a couple of days, to file the package to the regulator. Uh, And uh, then it takes uh, about 60 days, uh, up to 60 days, to uh, have the license granted. Mm -hmm. And uh, with our openness, transparency and business formula, we don't anticipate any surprises. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, just one more point, we are incorporating in the European Union in the country of Estonia, Mm -hmm. uh, which is uh, uh, the leader today, to my opinion, and uh, also by the uh, uh, community, the crypto community in uh, creating the transparency and the affordability of the fully regulated by the EU laws uh, uh, crypto environment. So in that sense, anybody investing into into uh, stamps duck uh, stamps or coin will be protected by the uh, by the crypto legislation of the European Union
1: wow that's good to know thank you so much this has been really i you know i when i reached out to you it was it was because i was interested but also because i had no idea what any of this was and it's had, it's a conversation that we've kind of had with a couple number of people as as stamps kind of hit the digital world will something like this Come along um, and and kind of fill the the void in the marketplace as far as uh, cryptocurrency NFTs. We have those conversations, Charles and I do, uh, even off off of the podcast, and we still don't really fully understand everything. But but this seems very familiar, if you if you will.
2: May I share also one interesting, and, and you'll be exclusive on this one. Because okay, we have not shared it publicly yet, uh, and uh, it is uh, uh, we have discussed it, and there is an agreement with the Universal Postal Union on this, but uh, uh, we have allocated one uh, percent of primary sales mm-hmm. in our. Uh, and This is coming totally from the stamp dark share, right? Uh, so it's not uh, affected, the, the posts are not affected here as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are allocating 1% of all the sales to the support of uh, national uh, philatelic associations uh, in those countries that have onboarded to STAMTAC. So wow, in fantastic. this case, for example, the association in, in Kodua will get the support from us as well to develop traditional philately or whatever they deem necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the in their uh, you know under their charter that that's incredible and it's it's
1: it's great that the UPU is has kind of On board with something like this and they want to go forward and they see this kind of as the as a path for the future as well So that's um, it's it's all very interesting
2: with UPU we are in the midst of the Negotiation for the Mm -hmm. cooperation agreement because for the time being our membership uh, is kind of a, um, how to say, uh, the, the platform relationship where we have the access to the industry mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and this is it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are, uh, we have initiated it uh, uh, about a few months ago and uh, it is going positive, but UPU is the, uh, you know, specialized UN, UN agency governed by the collective uh, mm-hmm. uh, power. And it takes uh, uh, quite a bit of time to, no, to, to progress to, to an agreement with such an entity. Right. But uh, the positive moment is they are uh, looking at us as, the, as, a, as a partner in that sense. And uh, we are in, in, uh, uh, in processes uh, to get to that level of relationship where the UPU will be able to uh, formally and openly uh, become the advocate of uh, StampsDot to every postal administration, and that will definitely spur the development of the platform as well.
1: Right, right. Of course, we'll we'll thank you so much, and we'll keep an eye on this. You know, I'll, I'll register later today and take a take a look around. But um, thank you so much for joining us and explaining. Thank
2: you, thank you uh, for inviting, same and same uh, you know, we the more we go, uh, you know, if you see anything interesting that you would like to for us to comment on or, or, or talk more about i'll be more than happy to share
1: perfect well thank you so Wonderful. much
2: thank you thank you guys thank you have thank a great day you. You, too. you too michael
0: i feel like i have a very basic understanding yeah. of this i understand the collectible aspect of it mm-hmm. i understand the trading and the accumulating yeah. and the Um, because in that regard, it's no different than stamps or baseball cards or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, the technology behind it is still ambiguous to me, and I sort of have to accept that it's always going to be ambiguous to me.
1: Not stamp stack itself, but the technology, behind blockchain, NFTs, I I still don't know exactly. exactly what they are. Um, In
0: terms of an application of it, I feel like this is a very clean yes. UI. Yes. And this is something that um th- that I can understand and sort of bluff my way through, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um I'm excited to see um how it develops though. Yeah. And you know, once um once people are able to buy and sell, how this marketplace yeah. regulates itself because I know that this decentralization is is one of the huge uh, selling points of NFTs that once mm-hmm. the ten thousand or a thousand or hundred of these stamps sell out, then the market will be able to regulate itself, mm-hmm. and there will be no catalog value for these things. It'll be Great. what people are willing to pay for them. So I know this is one of the one of the talking points that I hear over and over again: pro crypto, pro NFT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is it, sort That's of this an decentralization point. and deregulation. So I'm excited to see how that plays out. I'm excited to see how, what other countries sign up and, uh, you know, yeah. after uh Cote d'Ivoire mm-hmm. um, who else is going to get on board with this. And, and once you can sort of put together a stamp collection with geographical diversity, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that would, um, that would be interesting. It might also be fun if they can even start getting some, um, I don't know, dead countries in their stamps yeah. from countries that no longer exist to be able to add that you know, I think would be a bureaucratic nightmare. It would to be able to add like <laughs> Tanatuva to your collection or something. Yeah. But I, I am interested to see how it develops. I feel like we got a, a peek at the the very ground level uh of stamps as NFTs. And yeah. I'm I'm curious to see how it goes from here. And I like that on the art side of things there will yeah. be real world uh benefits, like hey, you right. get a signed print or you get a ticket to the museum or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious what uh, you know, other real world incentives postal agencies might be able to come up with right. to make Crypto stamps more enticing to somebody who maybe doesn't have a purely crypto background.
1: Yeah, it, it opens an interesting discussion as to the future of philately. Is it here? Um, uh, is it a? Is this a separate pathway? Are people going to be interested is it, it, in this? Does it become it, a
0: parallel hobby? I don't see exactly. it replacing philately at oh, all. Oh no! No! Good God! No! Um, no! I wasn't yeah. <laughs> suggesting that. Yeah. But 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 so for it to for it to take off, it would have to be sort of its own parallel, yeah, alternate universe of philately. It would need um, its entire alternate community.
1: I, I don't think it should rely with on within the philatelic community to prop this up. And I think that's kind of what he was saying is that that it needs to draw in people from outside of philately and inside of philately to to combine and that he hopes that it will pull some of those people who are outside who are just interested in collecting NFTs
0: and and digital items into philately. Right. And and the, the other thing that I think is interesting, you know, if you um uh, get involved in like the art NFT market, I'm yeah. going to name Banksy because he's the only modern artist he, anybody who has spoken yeah. to me for five seconds knows my, um, opposition to modern art. Um, but most of us cannot pay $25 million for a Banksy that's been most put through a paper shredder. Most, I don't know who knows who's listening out there, but you know, <laughs> in, in that way, NFTs can make art more accessible to the masses because True. art collecting is typically not something that your average person can partake in. Um, you know, art collecting is the domain of the rich and the elite, whereas stamp collecting. Yes, of course, there's going to be, um, you know, five million dollar stamps out there. Mm-hmm. But by and large, stamp collecting is a hobby for the masses. It's a, mm-hmm. a great equalizer that we can the people's, all... the people's hobby. Exactly. It's the hobby of kings and the king right. of hobbies. And right. and I, I think that sort of democratization has been one of philately's greatest assets. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, where NFTs can allow people to dip their toe into the art market that's otherwise inaccessible to them, philately is accessible to everyone. Yes, You can go to the hobby store and buy a thousand stamps for $6 or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I wonder how much. Go to the post office and buy a stamp (laughs) for 58 cents. Absolutely. So it'll be interesting. You can just cut stuff off your mail.
1: You yes, don't have to pay true, a
0: penny for it. True. So it'll be interesting to see if philatelists are willing to um, get into the NFT market. You know, will they spend ten dollars on an image of a stamp when they can buy that same stamp for fifty cents on eBay?
1: Right. So I we talked to this guy because I think we were both confused and intrigued, and we were looking okay. for more information. And while he answered a lot of our questions, I feel like both of us are kind of coming out of it with even more questions.
0: It's one of those things where I feel like we sort of have to sit back and let it play out and see how it goes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to 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 it,
0: watching it grow. It's very interesting, and it's something that I don't have a firm opinion on. You know, again, exactly. Yeah. I want to I want to see how this develops. I want to see how this goes because. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, obviously NFTs are all the rage and it's, um, you know, everyone's worried. Is it a bubble? Is it Mm a, you know, is it a bull market? What, um, you know, a bunch of other financial terms I don't understand that I'm going to throw out there. Um, But but it's really interesting to hear it firsthand from him and Mm -hmm. certainly seems like he's you know dotting all of his i's and crossing all of his t's working through the upu working through the estonian government and the european union Mm -hmm. um it's not a a fly by night get rich quick scheme this is something that's obviously rooted in a lot of legitimate seriously yeah exactly it's it's legitimate speculation i feel um you know and, and and whether that'll be you know whether the market will bear out that speculation we will see Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but it, it is certainly something I will be following, uh, with, with great interest from here on out. Exactly. Someone had to start
1: with it and, uh, it looks like he's crossing all his T's, dotting all his I's.
0: Someone had to do it. Someone had yeah. to be the first to dip their toe into the water. I think Austria tried something out with a crypto stamp last year. Um, I recall that vaguely. Again, I to mean, Austria, neither of known. us
1: know what we're talking about,
0: but not at all, man. <laughs> this has been a great episode. You can find us on Twitter. Michael J. Court, and Charles L. Efting on Twitter. Uh, you can listen to us at Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts. Flatleypodcast.com is our website. gmail.com mm-hmm. is our email in case yeah. you want to reach out to us. Tell us your thoughts on NFTs and crypto I was, stamps. I was going to say that. Th- 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 see th- it th- in more, the comments. More, I, right. More so than some most other episodes, I would love to hear user or listener feedback. Yeah. Whether that's a YouTube comment, whether that's an email, whether that's mm-hmm. a tweet. Um, let us know what you think because… I, I'm still up in the air. I'm still confused. It's I'm still dis- trying to digest a this entire dis- concept.
1: Discussion as far as what, how people feel, because I feel like a lot of people will be uncomfortable.
0: I think this is something that will take a lot of um, adaptation for people. It'll take yes. a lot of um, getting used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, we want to hear from you. We love listener feedback on a regular week, something as new and cutting edge and potentially controversial as this, we especially love listener feedback. Well,
1: we had a conversation a while ago and weren't you talking to me about this organization that um, wanted to do away with when they first came out commemorative stamps because they thought definitive issues. This is is a a great.
0: This is a great follow up episode. The Society for the suppression of speculative stamps, the SSSS. Yeah. Yeah. Let us do a follow up episode in a couple of weeks where I give the historical background of the SSSS, yeah. which was created uh, in response to Nicholas Seebeck's mm-hmm. um, uh, spurious stamp issues uh, from Central America. Yeah. Um, and I would like actually a great idea. Let's let's make that its own standalone discussion, though. You know.
1: Right. Because because there was speculation there about commemorative stamps. And I feel conversation like conversation
0: they... that's been going on for one hundred and twenty five years
1: yeah exactly and now something and we still haven't
0: solved it <laughs> another
1: philatelic you know avenue kind of or branch appears i'm sure there's going to be pushback i'm sure there's going to be people that love it um yeah let's
0: like, continue this conversation with every and new thing and figure there's out no discussion and maybe we'll figure out what an nft is maybe for those i don't have my hopes but we'll see
1: nft stands for non-fungible token i'd like to address that at the end of this episode That would have been great to put in the introduction. (laughs) Michael,
0: as always, this was really fun. And uh, let's do it again real soon.
1: All right. Talk to you next time. Sounds good. Bye.